With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Hey, so I spoke with the Finding Founders team and we're going to take two weeks off until the new year. So this is going to be the last episode before January. But before the episode starts, I just want to tell you, like, it's been an amazing year doing all of this and I'm so excited for the future. Our series on Puerto Rican founders went really well. And so we're going to do more series like that in the new year, uh, kicking off with drug dealers and people in the drug trade. So that's going to be a wild ride. Can't wait to take you guys on it. So without further ado, let's jump into this last founder wisdom before the new year. How to get customers without spending a dollar. This is Founder Wisdom, where we'll answer that question by distilling advice from our founders and the books they recommend. Then we'll show you how we are applying that knowledge ourselves. I talked with Joanna Vargas about the book Growth Hacker Marketing, about how we could effectively grow our audiences without spending much money. Hey, Joanna, how's it going? Hey, it's great. Hi, Samuel. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Can you quickly uh, say maybe in like a couple sentences who you are and what you do? I am Joanna Vargas, and I am a born entrepreneur. I've never worked corporate. I have been owning businesses since I was seven years old with a lemonade stand. <laughs> Can you tell me some uh, a bit about some of those creations? The first brick and mortar I owned, I was 24 years old and I had a dance studio. And I had that business for about eight years before I sold it. And then I also produced a music festival in my city. I started a five and 10K run. And then I opened up a fitness studio that was the second brick and mortar. That was eight years ago. That's an impressive roster of companies and also like, it sounds like some super specific audiences that, that you're tackling. And that's kind of what I want to talk about a little bit today is finding your audience and also more specifically, maybe where can you find that kind of person? Because often we'll be like, okay, I want maybe like fitness people or people interested in, in running for that 5K, but where will those people actually live? And so... First, I kind of want to start with a story about Uber. So in the early days of Uber, they, they were trying to drum up interest because they weren't getting a lot of rides initially. And they realized that the first customers are probably going to be those people that are the most tech enabled. And they were wondering, where can we go to find that group of people versus like doing a, a, a general blast to the whole country and hoping to find those people that way? And so what they did is they waited till Austin South by Southwest conference. Mm -hmm. um, and during a single week, 
thousands of potential Uber customers, tech-obsessed, high-income young adults who couldn't find a cab, were motivated to try out the service, and they gave it away for free. And instead of spending millions of dollars on advertising countless resources to find those potential users, Uber just waited for the one week a year where they were all in the same place. And so we'll dive into that a little bit more. But uh, I was wondering what your, what your thoughts on that are and, and maybe how you personally strategically found your audience for, for some of the businesses that you've put together. Oh, this is good because I'm really about <laughs> grassroots when it comes to marketing, like old school. The 5K, our first run, Samuel, we had 1,200 runners. That's like absurd for somebody that starts a run. Yeah. (laughs) Usually when you have your first run, you might have 150, 250 people. That's like normal in a 5K run. We had 1,200. But this is what I did. I wanted proof of concept. Just like Uber, they gave it free, but I did it through Groupon. So I just packed it. I just wanted numbers. So the price for agenda was to build the list, but it grew organically without, with full price. And that was with no Facebook ads, no social media ads. But I'm going to go to back to your question when you said, how did you find those people? The marketing and the photos are so important. The photos that I choose when it comes to marketing, I put the picture of the person to whom I am speaking. So let's say my avatar, she has a name. Her name is Vanessa Lopez. We gave her a name. Uh, all my employees, they all know who she is. And I'm like, we're talking to that one person. We want a million people there, but we're going to talk to one and 999 are all going to be like the way she is, but they're not going to be Vanessa Lopez. So we're going to put a picture of Vanessa Lopez when we market. And that's how they come. My, pictures are so important. Video is so important. I see people, my, my business clients, they'll put pictures of somebody that is totally different than their avatar. I'm like, why did you put this picture? Well, because she's cute or whatever. It's like, she is not your person, you know? So anyway, I'm, I'm really big on that. So remember, when you're marketing, talk to one person and the rest will come. And let us know how you are using this piece of founder wisdom. <laughs> 